Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hi, this is Gary Matthews. You're listening to Fightin' Phillies Talk Podcast. Welcome to Phillies Talk Podcast. We wanted to let you know that Phillies Talk is now listener-supported. So please go to our website at fightinphillies.com and click the link to our Patreon page, and you can sign up to sponsor this show for only $2 a month. Now here's the latest edition of Phillies Talk. Now it's time for some baseball talk on Fightin' Phillies Podcast. Here's Rich Baxter and Jim Laurie bringing you the latest Phillies news, interviews, and analysis. Recorded live. And hello and welcome to this edition of Phillies Talk. It's the Phillies Talk podcast for June 17th, 2015. My name is Rich. My name is Jim. And Jimmy, uh, we're talking all about the Phillies tonight, of course, on our show. And uh, what an epic collapse they made just last night in Baltimore. What a, you know, I've, uh, they lost, for the first time since I can ever remember, they lost every game on a road trip. Uh, they, they've lost, what is it, 19 in a row on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're 15 and 16 at home, which isn't bad. So, but uh, there's seven and I think like 29 at the, at, on the road. They have, um, and they're pitching. The, the bullpen, you can't fault the bullpen one and loss fly. They're only, uh, they're six and ten, which, which, that's not bad, you know, in bullpen. That's pretty respectable. The starters were 15 and 34. Yeah, it's and, just. And it's, I'm sorry, and it's, you know, it, they're fifth, and they have been swept. Seven times already this year, and uh, I don't remember them being swept seven times in the last seven years. Um, you know, if you count the two games in Baltimore, the pitching in Baltimore was well. Harang, I don't think pitched that bad. He get through one bad pitch, but Mister Williams is. Um, I think his days as a Philly are numbered. Um, you can't get rid of a guy when he's on a DL though. So, but. Um, I don't know, Rich. It's just you know, it's it's horrible. I mean, you know, the, tonight they're tied one-one, and I I was talking to you before we started the show. You know, breaking news: the Phillies aren't losing. <laughs> so yeah, it's very a... very very strange. Um, and uh, I see Grady Sizemore got signed by Tampa Bay, so I wish him well. I like I like Grady. Um, the, the email I said, do I like him or not? Grady Sidemore was a good player. I, you know, it's just been a frustrating year. I've always liked Grady because I've always liked Cleveland too. So yeah, but, but Grady Grady Sidemore was 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 pretty good player. I just think that uh, the two years out of baseball really hurt him. So yeah. And Rich, what about Mr. Kevin Correa? Um, well, yeah. We I thought in Pittsburgh. That he pitched very well, uh, and uh, of course, what can you say about Cole Hamels? I mean, she's you know, but the old Philly syndrome—they they traded AJ Burnett, and look what he did, you know. So well, 
hearkening back to last year, uh, oh, Burnett wow. again said that he was injured all year. I Phillies know. did nothing to fix it, so yeah. well, you got to blame the Phillies in that. Yeah, I do. And I watched something this this morning, and they were saying that uh, the Phillies uh, uh, they're not pushing the panic button yet. They're not. Okay. Well, they <laughs> they should be reaching for they the should, panic yeah. button at this but, point. <laughs> um, of the sixteen starting pitchers that have wins, well, of, of the sixteen starting wins, of course, Cole right. has five, and then Harang has four. Williams has three, right? And then um, um, O'Sullivan and uh, Gonzalez. So, Fisher. So. I don't know. Jim, you're full of stats tonight, but uh, we need to back up a little bit. Uh, well, yes, just... it was a tar- terrible game in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst beatings that the Phillies have taken in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Even Gary Thorne, who is the uh, Baltimore Orioles announcer, uh, actually announced on air that you had to almost feel sorry for the way the Phillies looked on the field. And that's pretty bad. That's well, pretty bad, Jim. I have a friend of mine that is a big Cubs fan, and and but he lives in the area. But he he said that you now he's been watching the Phillies for years because you know they're a team. And he said I've never seen such a lack of effort, you know. And uh, he likes a couple players. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think we think um, you know a couple of them are good, but the rest of them, you know, so. But, um, well, we even had Jeff Francoeur on the mound during that game, that was, uh, which that was some, embarrassing. Yeah, but which some teams do, Jim, when they get behind that far, they'll put a guy that's from the bench onto the mound just as, hey, you know, you're, you're beating us bad enough, you know, end this, yeah. you know. But of course, major league teams are going for for the best that they can do all the time. Mm-hmm. But Francoeur pitched an inning. He was clearly done, and somebody had taken the phone off the hook in the bullpen, in the Phillies' bullpen. Now, that even adds more hilarity to this game because Bob McClure tried to call out to the bullpen, but it was off the hook. And you probably were told to take it off the hook. And you know that somebody had, you know the bullpen coach, Rod Nichols, had to know that that phone was off the hook. Oh, sure he did. I'm sure they left. <laughs> they left McClure out yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Hang Ryan, Ryan, by said, Ryan, said have, Ryan said he would have pitched if it was twenty-five to three. Um, like, yeah, and it's just that kind of uh, let's, strangeness. Let's get uh, let's get happen. respectability back. Go out to win, win. Rich in the month of June. They're three and eleven. They got a chance to set a record for futility. In, if they win no more or one more, well, if they lose the rest of the games this month, they'll have an eighteen-game losing streak. If they if they win one or two, they, they'll five wins is the worst month they ever had. Can you imagine as bad as they are, they going five and twenty-three in a in a month? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're they're big headline news everywhere now. It. It seemed to be a, a quietly known fact amongst baseball fans that the Phillies were terrible. 
Now it's all over the Internet with this loss in Baltimore. It's really blown things up. Uh, the thoughts and talks of uh, social media have turned to uh, having Sandberg getting fired at a minimum, having Ruben getting fired at a minimum. But Ruben's in the last year of his contract, Jim, so he's not worried. Ruben Amaro. Yeah. They're going to resign for five more years with a generous pay raise. I guarantee that will not happen. <laughs> I know. I said that sarcastically. The first thing the Phillies should do is get rid of Ron, uh, uh, Ron McClure. He stinks. Ron, uh, Nichols wouldn't be a bad, isn't a bad pitching coach. He was in Cleveland for one year. He's better than this guy, you know. Or bring back Rich Doobie. Rich Doobie at least had an idea, you know. Jeez. So yeah. who, who gets well. fired first? Well, I think they're all going to hang in for this season. Oh, I think it's going to be a situation where at the end of the season it will be announced. I, I really don't think Sandberg will be back another year. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I, but think, I think Amaro's coming back, I think, for another two years to really screw it up. And then I think Sandberg's coming back, and I think, and I think McClure's coming back. I think Ryan Howard's coming back because Ruben Amaro loves him. I think Utley will be back. I think he's going to stay pat. He's going to tweak it a little bit. You can't, you can't tweak something that doesn't run, you know? Yeah. I mean, jeez, yeah. and crackers. I mean, Philly's got a couple of young players, uh, but my God, come on, man. I know Frank when you bring the... Player. Franco's a good player. Um, I know when you bring the G's and crackers out, we're in trouble. <laughs> but did you know... That Philadelphia, they went 0 and 8 on their road trip uh, through Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and right. then Baltimore. Yeah, they got swept. Uh, it was their first winless road trip of eight or more games since their beginnings in 1883. Right. That goes back a long, long time. And they also only scored 15 runs in eight games. Hmm. Yeah, so it's a a total power out outage there and the offense and when the offense does something the pitching doesn't do anything. Well that's like so. last night the Phillies have that home run cash payout. When when mm-hmm. Frank went home eight hundred dollars. It'd been eight games since they hit a home run. Yeah. So they uh, I'm sitting there thinking today, they need offense. Now, I don't think really well I don't know, but I don't think O'Sullivan's really pitching that bad. I think he you know he had a couple, but he's young. Korea, the jury's still out on him. Cole's cold, but Mr. Harang, he's a batting practice pitcher now, and so is Williams. And uh, they always have an excuse, well, he pitches better at home. Well, how long is he on the DL for now, or is he, or what? Well, we have our different opinions about starters. Uh, O'Sullivan, to me, He's just filling a roster role right now. He's his career. He's eleven and twenty-two, Jimmy, with a five-seven-six ERA. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's got a future playing Major League Baseball. No. no. Uh, about, maybe about, somewhere in the minors, but certainly not so on a, a Major League. If team. Williams is out, what do you do? You bring back uh, Gonzalez. Why did they send him down? Which he pitched pretty well. I mean, at least he won a couple games. You know. Uh, well, I don't think the Phillies were 
quote-unquote ready to throw in the towel at that point. So each start that Gonzalez was making, he was getting worse and worse. Oh. Uh, but you could look at Williams and say the same thing. It Hadn't he done the split at home plate last night in Baltimore, I think you would have had him staying in, even though it was 6 to nothing at that point. Uh, yeah. The Phillies are desperate to have pitchers stay in I know. Uh, some more innings. They said on TV this morning that if he didn't get hurt, they think he when it was when it was fifteen to one they would have taken him out. Um, they're like, holy cow! <laughs> but uh, you know they make all these stupid moves, bringing people up and down. Bring Jake Deepman back. At least he can get the ball over the plate. You know. So. Yeah. Well, we want to encourage our listeners uh, stop by the website at fightingphillies.com. We're usually not this down. But, uh, of course, with this losing streak, uh, we started the show off on a kind of a, a, a solemn note, so you'll have to excuse us for this show. Yeah, wow. It's, uh, there's nothing to be positive about, Rich. Yeah, well, it's still baseball. It's is not. It still, uh, is it still 1-1? I think so, yeah. The current game, it shifted over to Philadelphia. Okay. I believe it is still 1-1, but no. it's still baseball we're talking about. And, you know... Yeah. Baseball is very cyclical, Jimmy. It's just like the stock market. One day it's up, you're roaring. Mm -hmm. Three, four years down the road, you're talking about losses, which are the Phillies right now. That right. Look at the Mets. Yeah, look at the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sitting here thinking uh, today. Now, Brad Lidge, he was, and Brad Lidge was no superstar, but in, in, in 2008, you couldn't hit him, right? He, he, he didn't blow a save. He was unbelievable. The next year, he was 0-10, 10 blown saves. So, you know, it's like, what, what? you know, I always wonder what, what causes that. You know what I'm saying? Is it luck? Yeah, well, is, it just, is it just you have one of them years? I mean, Lidge was a good pitcher, but let's face it, he had a phenomenal 2008. Well, Lidge is a, a legend amongst Phillies. I would have quit after the season that Lidge had in 2008 because what else could you accomplish? You were perfect. I know. I know. I know. So Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm saying, what a year. I mean, jeez, you know. But then the nine, he couldn't get anybody out, you know. So, But, yeah, he is a legend in Philadelphia, I'm telling you. <laughs> he, um, wow. it, it was, but, uh, you know, Rich, um, while we're talking about the good days, who were some of the starters the Phillies had on that team except for Cole's, uh, Cole? I can't remember. The 2008 yeah. World Championship team? Yeah. Well, I'll name some names here for you, Jimmy, in a second here. But uh, they were names that left the Phillies kind of quickly. How about uh, Pedro Feliz at third base? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm mean, pitchers, though, yeah. Pat the Bat Burrow in left field. Pat the Bat, yeah. Shane Victorino in center. Yeah, Shane, yeah. And, of course, you had Jason Worth out there in right. Oh, yeah, Jason Worth. Yeah, he was quite a ball. But, uh, Phillies know. pitchers for 08. Uh, you had Brett Meyer still on the I team. I forgot about him, yeah. Jamie Moyer, of course. Kyle Kendrick. You had the... Uh, Combination of Adam Eaton and Joe Blanton still hanging oh, around. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, have you seen... So there's... Who? So there was a lot of uh, colorful characters yeah, on you, that World Championship seen, team. Have you seen Joe Blanton lately? 
I want um, they were showing something on on ESPN. He's a uh-huh. like a long reliever. I think he plays for the A's. He lost like forty pounds. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm looking at a photo. Uh, Joseph Matthew Blanton is his name. He's now 34 years of age. Kind of hard to believe uh, he got old quick. But, yeah, as you say, with the Kansas City Royals, Jimmy, he's a 1.80 ERA in seven games. Okay. Uh, 15 innings pitched. You know who else plays for those Kansas City Royals? Oh, buddy, Ryan Matson. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, Jimmy, a note with um, Joe Blanton. He didn't even pitch in 2014, so he's back. Who? Who's that? Uh, Joe Matson. Blanton. Matson or Blanton? Blanton. Yeah. Oh, didn't pitch last year, huh? Wow. No. That's weird. I know Matson had arm trouble, but... Uh... Uh, we'll be right back on Phillies Talk right after these messages. Hi, this is Gary Mack from Mets Musings, and you're listening to BaseballPodcast.net. You can hear my show and all the other baseball podcasts at BaseballPodcast.net, the home of great baseball talk shows. Hi, this is Gary Matthews. You're listening to Fighting Phillies Talk Podcast. Are you a fan of the NBA and Major League Baseball? Would you like a sports show dedicated primarily to just that? Plus, we throw in a little fantasy baseball and basketball just for good measure. Featuring credentialed sports journalists, the guys who sit on press row, we bring you the stories that you want to hear. To check us out, please visit us at philnations.com or on Twitter at FlashTennis31. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Eric from the Talk to Contact podcast, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. You're listening to the best of baseball podcasts on baseballpodcast.net. Everybody, my friend asked me, well, what's the highlights of this year? There aren't any, really. I think the sweep of Arizona, that was about the only, you know, that's the only sweep the Phillies have this year. So. Yeah, well, you always have to look for the positives if you can. Um not many, as you said, Jimmy, but the season goes on. It's going to be a long season. We only have 66 games in the books. The Phillies have 22 wins. Yeah. If you do the math, it's not very good. Their uh, percentage, winning percentage is 333. Uh, they're on an eight-game losing streak, but I think they're going to pull out a win tonight, first game in Philadelphia against they're, the O's. They play a lot better at home um, Yeah. for some reason. I mean, seven wins on the road? Jeez. Yeah. They, uh, the guy said on TV the other oh, they were making fun of the Phillies. The guy goes, well, you guys want to move up your batting averages and, and get your pitchers well play the Phillies. And, and uh, I'd love to. Uh, tomorrow they might get rained out. So, but, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, I think they'll, I think Cole Hamels will beat the Cardinals. Uh, mm-hmm. but let's see the ironicness of baseball. The Phillies are probably going to Yankee Stadium and win two out of three. <laughs> yeah, that that's the way it works usually with the baseball gods. But, Jimmy, I wanted to let our listeners know as well, this is our, believe it or not, our 249th show wow. that we're hosting I on I, the Talk Shoe I remember I, network. Oh, oh, on Talk Shoe. Just on Talk Shoe. There's another 
probably Hundred. 70 or so yeah. that we've done. 249, wow. But this is show number 249 that's been hosted on TalkShoe, and I wanted to send the kudos out to the TalkShoe.com uh, network. They've been going strong since we uh, renamed the show in 2008. Of course, we used to be called Philly Sports Talk Now. We used to do all the major sports in Philly mm -hmm. uh, many moons ago for a couple years, and then we switched to Phillies exclusively. So yep. thanks to you, TalkShoe. Uh, you've hosted our shows, and they're all in one place for you to listen to still. Well, you can go back yep. and even go back to 08 and listen to us if you want. Yeah, really. They were some good days, man. <laughs> even the year in 07 when they lost in the playoffs. That was still good because the Mets had a big lead. <laughs> so yeah, well, Rich, we don't really have much to talk about, uh, but uh, you know, it's we'll see what happens. I think they'll win a couple games at home this week. And, yeah, uh, you know, well, like I said, watch watch them going. I think the end of the month, I think they'll play well. I think most of it's at home, so I think the only the only away games are in New York now, so. Right, and it's not the end of the world. No. It's only a baseball game. That's right. Uh, the Phillies have been down before. Yep. If you were a fan of, of many years ago, uh, Jimmy stretches back to the early 70s and late 60s with the Phillies. Uh, I started to be a fan in the early 70s, so we've been through this before, Jim. So uh, all these newer, younger fans that are used to the Phillies winning and all just Take note that uh, the winning will be back. Oh, yeah. It may take a while, but all right, buddy. Let's wish everybody well this week, and we'll put this put this to bed. And, uh, Rich, we'll do it again next week. Hopefully we'll have something positive to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And we want to encourage our listeners. We're now sponsorship supported by the listeners. So you can go to our Patreon page. Uh, still waiting for our first listener to step up and uh, – Give us a small donation of maybe $2 a month. It helps go towards the show expenses that we have. Uh, maybe I will get Jimmy uh, a media guide or something. <laughs> nice guy. So he knows the players' numbers and names. Yes. I'm doing better, yeah. though. Yes, much better. <laughs> and and we also have to tell the listeners, Jimmy does not use a computer. It's all upstairs. Uh, he doesn't use tablets. He never goes on the computer, and his knowledge is upstairs, and that's saying something as well. Well, thanks, Rich. All right, buddy. I will talk. I will talk to you next week. Check us out at fightinphillies.com and find Phillies Talk podcast on iTunes, Android, BaseballPodcast.net, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn.com. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.